Savvy Traveler is produced by Marketplace Productions at the University of Southern California and is brought to you in part by Microsoft Expedia, the online travel service for your vacation needs. You can find airfares, book a flight, rent a car, make hotel reservations, and explore information about your travel destination online at www.expedia.com. And by a major grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Travelers, like marauders from the Middle Ages, often return home with the spoils of conquered cities. And while most of us enjoy buying souvenirs of our trips, it's easier said than done in places where bargaining is a fact of commercial life. Todd Melby and Diane Richard recently visited Istanbul, Turkey on their honeymoon, and they thought they might like to buy an authentic Turkish carpet. We'd pretty much covered the major sites. The Spice Market, Grand Bazaar, Blue Mosque, and Top Copy Palace. It was our last day in the city, so we simply wandered the streets, looking for not much of anything, but we were pleasantly surprised at what we found. What do you want to show me? I want to show you carpets. Carpets. Yeah. The man who approached us was enthusiastic and had a gorgeous head of thick, wavy black hair. His name was Ali Guer. He sold sumacs, one of the many types of carpets found in Turkey. Hundreds of carpet pitchmen had tried, to no avail, to woo us in our wanderings through the city. We thought the time had come to follow one into a shop and find out what all the fuss was about. Would I offer you a cup of drink, please? It's not, it's our hospitality. Oh, I know. It's, it doesn't mean that you have to buy something from yes. us, all right? Okay. Just a second. We sipped on fragrant tea in little hourglass-shaped cups. Ali crouched over carpet after carpet. His embroidered rugs came in a dazzling array of colors, a mosaic of reds and indigos, and oranges the color of turmeric. During this early phase of looking and learning, our conversation with Ali was as flirty as two sixth graders at a school dance. Do you like? Do I like it? Yes, very much. You, would, you, would you like to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> Soon we narrowed it down to two carpets. So far, we'd avoided talking about money. In bargaining, it's fine to ask for prices, but the shopkeeper knows he has you when you talk numbers. And it's considered bad etiquette to engage in haggling and then renege. How much for all of them? Okay. What is the calculator, Ismail? Bring the calculator. After a little number crunching, Ali arrived at a price. Or so we thought. Well, what are the prices of each? Well, this is 300 in the normal price. At a very, very reasonable price. It's about 345 the price of that one. I thought you just said it was 300 I know. It went to 300 No, just, and then well, listen, I, I am talking about the normal prices. Pricing seems almost completely arbitrary. During our exchange, we heard Ali describe his price as not only normal and reasonable, but... I can uh, say a price which is flexible. Flexible? reasonable? Were they one and the same? We weren't sure. But we did know that if you start to haggle, the general rule is to counter the seller's offer with half his asking price and then settle somewhere around 70%. The exchange was growing tense, so I sent Diane a nonverbal sign. I shrugged my shoulders. I really wasn't crazy about either of them. Though newlyweds, she read me right. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying... 
we need to talk about it. For what uh, do, you, do you need to think about it? If you are sure that you like them as much as to buy, what is the reason of your excuse? <laughs> what do you say to that? We thanked him for his time, said we needed to leave, and got up to do so. That's when the power shifted. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. We will, I, I thank you, too. Excuse me, do you have any specific price on your mind that you want to spend on this one? This would have been the time to name a price closer to our liking, but we were ready to go. The spell was broken. We promised Ali and ourselves that we would come back if we had a change of heart. So um, when people walk away saying that they'll think about it, how often do they, do they come back? Never. Oh, really? Never. They don't come back. They, uh, they come back never. Even now, if you go, I, I, I will never think that you'll, you will come back. He was right. We didn't. And though we sometimes imagine one of those colorful carpets back here in our cold wood floors in Minneapolis, we console ourselves that we can always go back. Ali and Adil will surely find us again. Reporting with Diane Richard, I'm Todd Meldy for The Savvy Traveler. You know, I've been to Istanbul, and I think I know that guy, Ali. Actually, Todd and Diane played it just right. Now, coming up in just a little while, we're going to have a master of negotiation offer advice on how to get whatever you want in any facet of your travel world. And <laughs>